0: Hello and welcome to everybody tuning in for our midweek podcast. This is week number six, um, looking at our Legendary David series. Uh, If you don't know, my name is Andrew. I am on staff here at GT. I was not replaced full-time by Pastor Scott Noggle. Uh, I was just away on vacation trying to get a little (laughs) R&R. This week... um, you guys should already know we have Pastor Greg Hubbard or Evangelist Greg covered. I guess, is your <laughs> formal title, um, in the house talking with us, uh, he shared a great message with us on Sunday, um, and I'm excited to dive a little deeper into kind of what, what you shared with, with us all as a mm-hmm. church on Sunday, Greg, um, yeah, this week you kind of you talked about kind of one of the key pivotal moments in David's rule uh, as king over Israel. There's certainly a lot in David's life, and this is kind of one of those moments that, um, again. Just stepping back and looking and and learning, you know, how does this apply to us? What can we learn from it? And mm-hmm. um, some great insights and points. Um, for the listener, maybe this is your first time. the The heart behind these podcasts is so that our communicators on Sunday have an opportunity to just kind of dive a little deeper and and share a little more, maybe stuff that that they didn't have time to share. In their Sunday morning message and you know that's that's what we want to do is just help better equip you as a listener and and as a member of GT um, yeah so uh, we'll get it kicked off Greg you know uh, first off welcome Thank thanks for so much, thanks Andrew. for being here um, oh, what a privilege man yeah thanks so much for those who are newer to GT they might not know but Greg you, you you consider GT your home church, but you yes. are a man who is on the road a lot, and <laughs> and so we yeah. we we get blessed with your presence a few times throughout the year, and um, it really is that it's a blessing when you're here. For those of you who have not had the opportunity to meet Greg, he is he is the ultimate encourager and just a uh, great faithful man of God, and he's been a Andrew. pillar. No, no, no. You, you've been a pillar to this church, and and your your leadership as as an elder to our pastors has been, uh, um, I don't know. You know, it's it's been an amazing blessing to us, and it really is a an an honor and. Uh, joy to get to sit uh, down with you and and have a conversation with you. My privilege,
1: Andrew. Yeah. Is that we feel so honored being connected to GT. Been such a blessing in our lives, man. So this is a this is a treat for me. Yeah, to, get to sit down with you, man, for sure.
0: Great. <laughs> uh, so, Greg, like, like I said, you know, there there's a lot of preparation for for a preacher on, for a Sunday morning, and and not always, you know, not everything that that you want to share, you have have time or opportunity to share in that one message. Um, So when you were, were preparing and looking at, at this moment in David's life, when, you know, he, he realizes uh, we need to be honoring God first and we, we should bring the Ark of the, Ark of the Covenant to Jerusalem and, and, and put God first in our, in, in our, you know, our nation, like what were some of the things that like, just kind of jumped out at
1: you about? Sure. No, great question, Andrew. You know, as I began to read over and over this amazing passage in Chronicles, and also here in Second Samuel, was that, you know, things are going great uh, for Israel and for David. And what really touched me and challenged me personally in preparing this and studying is David's awareness. You know, sometimes I know in my own life, I think probably for, for many and most of us, we can get so busy in life, we're going so fast and furious and all these things, and we can be doing good things, things that are not evil, not wicked, but we can be so busy that we we just lose that sense of awareness for maybe some things that, that may be off or out of balance. And what challenged me with David was he just got to that point where he was aware that although things were, were going well, the nation was being united, things were getting back in place, but but he was aware that something had gone wrong and that they had drifted far away from what the Lord wanted for them. And so I, I found myself praying, Lord, help me to, to, to never get so busy doing your work that I lose that sense of awareness of areas that you might wanna tweak in my life. In this case, it was a big tweak. You know, that, that little piece of furniture, the Ark of the Covenant, that box as what Ark means. Um, it was in a far place, not where it ever should have been but it all, all the good things that came out of this was because there was a moment in David's life he was willing to be aware and acknowledge that something had gone wrong. Mhm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's it's um you know, I think it's it's also key to look at you know, David's David's um approach like he was aware that like they needed to bring God back in the mm-hmm. center but But I think we could say he probably acted a little too quickly in how
1: to go about that. Yeah, and that's that's a great lead-in because, you know, we can have great motives, and that's the whole, you know, thing we mentioned somewhat on Sunday is that his his motives were wonderful. I mean, it's a noble thing. Even... uh, in the error he was involved in, which I'll mention in a moment, were, he had the singers that were worshiping; they were just giving God praise, giving God's glory. But he he forgot that important ingredient that God cares about the details, He cares about obedience, and he went. He had great motives, but went went about it in a wrong way. Mm-hmm. And what a lesson for all of us! My own life first that that we and again this even goes back to an Acts where. You know, we had mentioned about the things that we we Most people think of David, even those that never walked into a church. Most folks have heard about David and Goliath, you yeah. know, and um, and 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 even more, maybe even David and Bathsheba, the, the the big Bible stories. But it's really touched me that what God remembers about David was he was a man after my own heart. And, and even with the error in how he went about bringing back the ark, which was wrong, and that wasn't like a minor deal, it resulted in the death of a human being, mm-hmm. which shows us the severity in how God takes this serious. And yet that to be a person after God's own heart, it doesn't require that we're perfect, but how we respond to correction. Yeah. And so he went about it the wrong way for sure. What speaks to us is that God help us to hear Your voice, to pray, ask You first, and to and to go by what You tell us to do. And what yeah. a lesson, you know, a sobering lesson.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's there's a lot a lot of different aspects that, like, when when diving into the story and 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 looking at it, that you know you can ask questions about, like, well. Okay, so yeah, someone died because of this what like why why did he die like what was the reason for it? Well, God laid out instructions about how to yeah. how to transport the ark, and no one who was involved with that knew what to do, yeah. or if they if they knew it they they didn't care to follow it and that that was the the <laughs> Like the consequence of that was was the death of of someone who, maybe for good intentions, was trying to do something but was trying to do something that they weren't a they weren't supposed to be doing they weren't yeah. qualified to be doing, and right. they were and nobody was ever was ever qualified to touch the ark right you know right there was there was um it you know the The Levites were the the priests for for Israel. They were the only ones who kind of were supposed to handle it. Um, but I think it's interesting that second Samuel six one it's it starts out that David gathered elite troops mm-hmm. in Israel. No mention of of the Levites mm-hmm. at his first attempt. Mm-hmm. But then it was so his his lack of following. The law of Moses, the, God's law for for the Israelites, leads to David's anger at God.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. how many times do we, as as humans, do something wrong, and then something bad happens, and then we get angry at God? Yeah, yeah. You know, so true,
1: Andrew. Yes, yep. And you you see like this like layers of of error in David from not. Doing it God's way, just going with the elite troops—thirty thousand of them. What a show of power! And 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 I, you know, I think for David too, that that sense of it. Look, I just want to get this done. I'm a leader. I'm a shaker. I'm a mover. Let's just get the ark back and not sweat the small stuff. We mentioned that a little bit on Sunday, and yet even the idea of putting out a new card, thinking, you know, I got God. I, I you know, whether he. Just ignore what God said, or whatever. He kind of blew everything off, thinking I've, I've got a better idea. And I, I think the whole thing too with this, because it is sobering. It all no pun intended, but it can sound like like on God's part of overkill. Uh, no pun intended. And the same idea with the Ananias of fire in the book of Acts when when because they lied to God, God smote them dead. It's like mm-hmm. what what in the world is going on here? Yeah. But it teaches us. I get you know the holiness of God. And what matters to God really needs to matter to us. Yeah, and uh, and it's, it's again, it's so sobering and a lesson for all of us just to to do what David. You know, you look back at David's life as a as a king and leader. He was always asking God for direction before he did anything. Mm-hmm. Always, and now we find a, a place of kind of presuming things and the danger of presumption mm-hmm. and just assume, you know thinking, well, God, you know what you, you did this, whatever. You'll kind of maybe give me a wink at this, but but God is holy, God is just, and he wants it done his way. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Sobering. Yeah. I, um, I,
0: I, yeah, I, I the thing I just kept going back on, on was like, how, how can this apply to me? And it's understanding that, like, our intentions don't just matter, it's, it's our actions. It's yeah. how we, you know, there's, there's, we can come at things with good intentions and but if we don't do it well and um i think it was you no i think last week it was uh scott and scott were talking and they yeah. said you know how you um oh i can't think of the phrasing but it you know speaking speaking truth to someone without love right yeah versus not speaking truth to someone to to protect right. them from from the harshness of the truth they, there's this balance of of you know being truthful and honoring god right. but also like our actions and 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 how we go about it need to also honor god
1: yes you know yeah. and
0: and it's an easy thing i think for for people to just kind of slip Slip away from that, you know mm, Yes. that yep that on that keeping God above all,
1: yes, and yeah,
0: and that, I think it's we we don't get an exact detail of what what the it says that three months later David returned for the ark, so the ark yeah. is is left essentially in the protection of um Obedien. Obedien. yes yeah and and for three months he his house receives unprecedented blessings just blessings from from the Lord yeah um and when David hears about this he 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 decides okay no we're we're going to go get it and breathe like I'm I'm thinking like what is what is it about that news that that has David now reignites this this figure to like okay yes no let's bring the ark you know to jerusalem you know and then also his approach now at this and clearly so, some further insight and understanding into right. what what the law says and and how we're supposed to approach God in these set- settings? Yes,
1: know? yeah. You know the thing I love about this, Andrew, is and it goes back again where the Lord remembers David as a man after My own heart. What a, what a thing! I mean, for God to say about David, and you see that in the sense that with all the error and with the, with the sin and the and with his going about it the wrong way, from the new cart, uh, how they carried it, just I mean, and. Um, in presuming things that when when the fact that when David heard, you know, during that three months, I just have to believe that God was moving on the heart of, of David. And I'm grateful in that sense that God doesn't give up on people. And there could be people listening, you know, all of us that have made wrong decisions and gone down some wrong paths, and all the enemy loves to come in and hammer us, like, like it's over. But but God moves, He's faithful. And uh, his word never returns void. The Bible says. And when, when he heard about the goodness of God for for Obed-Eden, you know it, something stirred obviously in the heart of David. And obviously by the results, whether some people came up to when David said, "Look, we're going, we're going to go round two with this thing. We're going to go for the, and try to bring this the, the ark back." S- somebody had to have reminded David, "Okay, well here's where we messed up because." You go back to Chronicles when David says, okay, we're doing this again, but the first time we didn't do this and we didn't do that. And and so he got it right and began to, and again, the whole thing with obedience. You know, we can talk about ways that we can really show God that we love him. And if we talk to different people in Berks County and say, what are the ways you show God that you love him? We might get as many different answers for as many people we ask. But Jesus just cut right to the chase when He said, "If you, uh, um, those that obey me are those that love me. If you love me, obey me." Mm-hmm. And so David does it the right way in round two. Thank God, and we see the blessing of obedience in his life.
0: Yeah, and I, I also love that. I think he ultimately, not. I don't think it ultimately. Everything in the Old Testament ultimately points towards Jesus. Absolutely. That's 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 yeah. why the Old Testament is a part of. But it points towards that's Jesus, right. and the New Testament is about Jesus and how we as as Christians should follow, you know, his, his example. But it's David's David's um, approach then to bringing the ark into Jerusalem, and then and then. How he presents himself during that ceremony during that event, and then how he's viewed by someone by one of the closest people to him one of his wives you know yes. um, um is interesting i I made a note that you know one of the things I can learn from this story is don't be afraid to look foolish sometimes yeah David essentially in this he lessens himself. He is the king. He's the king over this country, but he acknowledges that he's not the king. God is the king, right? And he puts himself in a very visible sense on the same level as as everybody else, bringing yeah. the ark. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, in this sense, he is he's he's removing his royalty over the nation from it. And and when his wife sees this she gets upset with him and she she makes excuses about you know you, you're flaunting yourself and 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 this that or the other yeah. but like it goes back to he removed his royal his his royal you know robes and yeah and the things that set him apart from everybody else yeah. and and it it angered and and frustrated yeah. her and so you know in that you know in my notes i i you know god's ways might not always make sense to those around us but we shouldn't let their opinions and the opinions of the world determine our actions and to go a step further again pointing at, at Jesus Jesus said they will hate you because of me right when we when we follow god wholeheartedly without without self, not not worrying about how we look or right. what happens to us, mm-hmm. and just follow what God is, has put in our path to do, what he's called us to do and what he's called us to be. Like, we're told the world isn't going to look at us. They're going to look different at us. They're going to hate us. They're going to, you know, the early church, they were crucified, and still to this day, people across the world are crucified for their beliefs in Jesus, but we shouldn't look at that as a determinant to right. not
1: not profess Jesus right. as, as Lord. Amen. Amen. That's great, Andrew. And that you know, the whole part of this too, which we didn't really get into much on on Sunday, which what one reason I appreciate this time, is the whole confrontation between David and uh and Michael, his wife, it's it's it's, you have you have a David who represents those who are, are, are vertical in their, their his eyes are on the Lord. You know he's looking up. When Michael it says that Michael was looking down and saw David. So mm-hmm. uh, we have someone looking down, somebody looking up. So we have vertical people, horizontal people, and when they when they collide, there's going to be an explosion. And what a challenge for all of us. You know here David represents in that moment the the purity, the beauty, the wonder, the joy. Of what happens when our eyes are truly on Jesus. And she represents the pitfalls and the danger of getting our eyes off on the Lord and getting them on people. And how many folks, you know, you know, do you know, do I know, that may be listening, that that once walked with the Lord, but their eyes shifted off of the Lord? And, and someone offended them in church. Somebody, someone just maybe did something that was wrong. It never should have happened. But their, their, their gaze has left the Lord and on people and, and now it's left them in a bad place. You know, where now, now David who was once angry, now it's full of joy. Now you have a Michael who's angry and uh, because her eyes are in the wrong place. So what a challenge for mm-hmm. all of us to keep our eyes on Jesus. Yeah.
0: I think it's also important to realize, like, David's still screwed up after this. And yeah. he screwed up with the law, like. Yeah. But he also made attempts to kind of make sure that some of his his mistakes and failings at the law didn't happen again. You know, he yeah. he, um, he encouraged future kings to to write the law down for themselves and keep a copy of it. That's right. You know, yes, like yeah. to try and so for us like learning learning from our mistakes and 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 growing from 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 our shortcomings and, and our fallings. Like we, we, we all like nobody, yeah. nobody is perfect. That's we right. all are going to screw that's up right. and we'll screw up again and again and again. That's right. And that's as long right. as we, you know, are, are hum, humble ourselves, but before the Lord, like he will, he will give us, he will show us mercy and, and grace and forgiveness as, as long as, you know, we are seeking it. That's right. You know, that's right. Um, and, but again, like just looking at at David, like it's just a, a constant reminder for me to to make sure I'm I'm putting the brakes on the things in, in my life, you know yeah. when when I have good intentions, but you know it doesn't turn out the way, yeah, the way I thought it would, or you know when I'm not. If I'm not doing my due diligence and and being in the Word and and studying God's Word and and how it applies to my life, and then I'm not applying it to my life, you know yeah. those those are things that are going to lead to death and destruction. Yeah, you know, um, and and it's it's just one of those things that like for for us as as believers as followers of Christ, like it, we got to constantly be in the Word. Amen. It, you know. Yeah. Pouring over it, and and you know, while the law of Moses might not apply to us, I think what definitely still does is that is for us to have a reverence for yes. for God, Amen, and and His presence. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, Old Testament times, if you didn't respect the presence of God,
1: you you could end up being struck down
0: in yeah. an instance
1: But it's, it's sobering. Yeah, and we see it again in the in the book of Acts of the Ananias again and Sapphira that, we thank God you know the, the Lord doesn't always operate that way. Yeah. Someone said if God always operated the way that He did, um, uh, even with with Uzzah or Ananias and Sapphira, that every church would need their own cemetery. Mm-hmm. You know, thank God that you know He set a precedent there, that letting the early church know that He cares about sin, that He cares about holiness and righteousness, and. Yeah, like you we were just saying, Andrew, what, what encourages me about David is here here was a guy after God's own heart, but he lived anything but a perfect life. I mean I mean there, there was major issues, obviously he had, but he I think he challenges us the importance of keeping short accounts. You know, the difference between somebody like Simon Peter, who also failed the Lord, and, and Judas Iscariot who failed, is you know, Peter kept short accounts while Judas had a had, had a longevity of sin and of rebellion and all of that. So it's it's God help me to just take it day by day, walking with you, loving you, being in your word, loving your presence, like David, desiring your presence in my life. All oh, the things that we can avoid and the pitfalls if we walk yeah. with that.
0: Yeah, I. You brought it up Sunday. We brought it up here. I think it it could use our be beneficial to our listeners um to dive in a little bit on Ananias. I think I overlooked. Yeah the reference because I'm familiar with the story. And can you just elaborate a little bit about you know the story of Ananias and, and also what we can learn from him and his wife's actions
1: and, and how that also relates to us? Absolutely. Yeah. It's an amazing passage that it almost it's almost like what is that doing early on in the book of Acts? Here you have the, the first few chapters, the church is growing, the outpouring of the Spirit. 3,000 get saved one day, 5,000 the next. Then you have the account in the book of Acts of, uh, of people giving to meet the needs of the believers. And uh, there was a husband and wife, Ananias and Sapphira. The Bible tells us that they sold some property and... Um, and that they their problem was is that they were dishonest. In that they said that they gave all that they got for the property um, in in the offering to help other believers to meet different needs, but they kept back from some from themselves. And um, I've I've always thought you know if they just said you know what I, we sold the property and uh, you know we had we had a built we had to pay the light bills so we we kept out a hundred bucks but we gave everything else um, to help meet the needs of the believers in the church whatever. I have a sense that maybe he would have been okay, mm-hmm. but the fact is that he said he gave everything when he didn't, and he lied to God. Bottom line, just you know, cutting the chases, he lied to the Lord, and and God just smote him dead, which is like mind-boggling. I'm not I'm not laughing, at making uh, light of this, but it's almost like I can't believe this happened. And then it said three hours later, his wife walked in, and they asked her the same question. Uh, the money you got for the land, is that all the money? And she said, yes. And Peter said, the men that just carried out your husband a little while ago are on the way now to carry you out dead, and she fell down dead as well. And the big lesson, I believe that God said early on in the early church, because things were hopping now. The church is about to explode with missionary journeys of Paul and Barnabas and, and Mark and the others, is that God said early on in the early church, it's, it's not just about what we do for him. He's not looking for busy vessels. Mm-hmm. He wants clean vessels. Yeah. And, and so he set that early on in the early church that God cares about sin and righteousness. So what a challenge for all of us.
0: Yeah, and, and for those who are wondering, it's Acts chapter five. and uh, Yeah, it's, it's that. And, and so Peter's quote to, to Ananias, after Ananias presents this offering, claiming that is, it is all, it, all the money that he got from from uh, selling his land is how is it that Satan has so filled your heart mm-hmm. that you have lied to the Holy Spirit and have kept for yourself some of the money you received for the land. Didn't it belong to you before it was sold and after it was sold wasn't the money at your disposal? Mm-hmm. What made you think of doing such a thing? You have not lied just to human beings but to God. Wow. Powerful. Like, wow. It, so... Yeah, it's it was clearly Ananias trying to put on a show. Everybody else is doing this, selling their land and giving all the money to the church to help s- spread, you know, the growth of the church and and spread the gospel. Let me do it, but then their own selfish intentions, but then to not look less than right someone else. You know, the those selfish in- intentions kind of crept up and and it cost him his life and it cost his wife her life like and it wasn't you know we're looking at David who has a heart after God that was that that passage those those verses in in Acts chapter 5 it's it's a heart yeah. thing it it wasn't about the action it wasn't about yeah you know that's, that's so the, true the, yep. you know um it wasn't about the money it wasn't about the amount, it was about the heart. And Ananias' heart mm-hmm. w- was not in that moment a heart after God. Yeah. And and that's where, you know mm-hmm. it, God's judgment versus his his grace. And and I think for us we can step back and and say, well, that was harsh. Like I mean, there were other times where people have failed God. And, yeah. Um but um it's no place for us to question the creator of life when he chooses to yeah. take life. Like yes. it's, it's not on us to, to step back and, and question God's actions and, right. and challenge them. God's actions are, are perfect. Um, it's, it's on, you know, how can we present ourselves toward to God and, and how, how can we have a heart that doesn't lead us down a path where
1: we think that we can lie to him,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know? And, you know, I, I think, you know, that same passage you read in the book of Acts, it's so powerful in verse 11 that after that happened, that incredible display of God's righteousness and judgment, it says in verse 11 in Acts 5, that great fear gripped the entire church and everyone else who heard what had happened. You know, that word fear, I'm sure a little bit of a combo there. There was a, maybe a terror in the eyes of some, but that word f- fear it speaks of reverence Mm-hmm. And I think, Andrew, that we're living in a day right now. I don't, I don't believe that we're to, God wants us walking on eggshells, that we're so afraid of him. Uh, we're his sons and his daughters. He's our heavenly father. We love our Lord and our Savior. But I, I believe there's a danger that we can lose the reverence that, that has to be in the house of God. And whether well, it's that, that, that sense of the sting of conviction and i i believe we need a fresh wave of 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 that real reverence that we're in the presence of a holy awesome god and when we lose that is when we can get get off on some weird stuff when we yeah. lose that
0: yeah yeah I, and yeah i think it's you know i don't think we're going to really get to it but just going back to like david learned from this this encounter yes, is did. looking at his approach at building the temple. Mm -hmm. Um you know, that was something that again he felt was was put upon him. But I think a key thing was he he sought the opinion of Nathan. He he ran it by someone else before he just ran. And now Nathan like gave him the Yeah, no, go do it. But then God no 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 no. And and like we you know I, I encourage you know you guys to To jump in and 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 read about that and and that also in that moment, David didn't just okay. Well, God said no, I'm not going to do it. Um, He he still actively found a way to to prepare, and you know he he began gathering supplies for the building of the temple so that when Solomon was king, the stuff was there and ready for him. Yes. Yes. Um, And it's not again, it's just pointing back to we might we might have something laid on our heart from the Holy Spirit, but but that's not not just the mm-hmm. go ahead and do it. Sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. not something some, we should seek counsel. We should seek counsel in, in fellow believers in in, you know, spiritual leaders in, in the Bible and what God's word says about right. it. But, you know, mm-hmm. make sure like for us, the biggest thing that like I'm taking away from from this story in David's life is like make sure that I'm not letting myself get in front of God's word, and make sure Amen. I'm still still putting that above above everything else. And and when yes. when you know God puts something on me or something is revealed to me that I've, but I'm still going back to God's word. And how should I? how should i
1: act in in this situation what steps should i take that's yeah. right that's so good and just like david obviously erred and and there was tragedy a man was killed all that you know jesus said that that uh, that my people err because of neglect lack of knowledge of the scriptures and the power of god and so it's such a call for all of us to actually not just to have a bible but to know our Bible and to be people of the word, just like you're saying, Andrew, more than ever we need, especially in the day that we're living in where people are trying to, uh, you know, bite out the parts that are tasty and throw out the parts that they don't like in scripture. We have to be people that love the word of God more than ever. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Greg, anything else that you feel impressed that you want to, I mean, the, we kind of talked through the things that like it popped out to me, but again, you know, w- is there anything else? A final, you know, a final word in in honor of Scott. A final nugget,
1: you know, that you have for for the listener. Yeah, I I, I think well, one, one thing would be as a resource, great book by Chuck Swindoll entitled David. He has a series of books on Bob, on Job on Joseph. And uh, the book on David, I read that, reread it, preparing for this message. So powerful, the insights and the life of David. And so anyone that wanted to go deeper into this, there's a whole chapter on David and the Ark of the Covenant. But I think that the the, the big idea for me, uh, for this, Andrew, again, is, Lord, I, I want to be a man with a heart after you. And uh, I just, I want to, I want to, I, I want to, I want the things that you care about to be the things that I care about. And I think that's the big picture with David. He, 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 he made a huge error, sin, all that, disobedience. But in the end, because his heart was tender toward the Lord, he was open for God to do a new thing. So I'm praying more than ever, God, keep me tender. I don't really want to get hardened. We don't want to become church professionals or, or, or just like veterans and coming to church or whatever. But God, keep me tender that you can bring correction to my life when you need it, when yeah. I need it. Well, great,
0: great stuff, Greg. Thank you. Thank you again so well, much for, Thank you, Andrew, for coming for and sitting down.
1: Appreciate you, man. Love your spirit. Joy being here. Let's
0: see what did I say. It, the ultimate encourager. No, no,
1: no, yeah. no not at all. <laughs>
0: um, no, uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Um, I hope you really enjoyed listening um, and and kind of diving deeper um, in the life of David. Uh, make sure if you haven't already, check out this week's online devotional, Greg. You, you wrote, wrote it up. It's on the on the website mm-hmm. front page, gtchurch.online. Go back, rewatch Sunday service, you know, kind of with some maybe some new insights and and new little perspectives that that Greg didn't get a chance to to get into because of the time. And if you've missed any of the weeks of the series Sunday mornings, these podcasts, make sure you're keeping up and and diving deeper. Thank you all again for joining us. Uh, Really hope you enjoyed it. And we'll catch you next time um, when we have Pastor Eric in here to kind of close out the series on Legendary David. All right. Have a good one. Bye.